Hi, everybody. This is Matt Harrington. Welcome to another podcast of Marketing Vermont. We're so happy that you joined us here. Hopefully, you're involved in marketing in your state or even in your private business. This podcast is built to help all small business all the way up to uh, policy and state development as it pertains to tourism, marketing, travel, recreation. So hopefully, you've enjoyed this podcast so far. We we encourage you to share it if you do like it with other like-minded people. Today we have Amy Spear, Vice President of Tourism of the Vermont Chamber of Commerce. I've known Amy for a couple years now as she uh, was in the Stowe Association as well, and I want you to talk a little bit about those those times as well, Amy. But but give us a little bit of a background of of kind of what where you got all the smarts that you have, and also what led you to become VP of Tourism. Yeah, so I've had an interesting introduction to. Tourism. I say more it found me than I found it. Um, I was hooked from the beginning. Um, so I consider myself, I used to be more in the industry advocating for an individual business, but now I'm more on the chamber level. So I got the start in my career. I've always been in nonprofits, um, but I started in the museum world in fundraising and events, um, actually in Albany, New York at the Albany Institute of History and Art. Those that are in the Albany area know that as the museum that has uh, a mummy. But I got some really sage wisdom from the education director at the time that told me, whatever you do in your career path, make sure that you are passionate about it. And I have certainly taken that to heart. Um, I was in the museum world for a little while. I lived by the ocean, but I missed the mountains. So Mm -hmm. Vermont called me and I came and I worked um, in the town of Killington in their economic development office. Um, And then I was the director of their chamber. Then I ran the Stowe Area Association, which is a destination marketing organization for the town of Stowe and ran a central reservation operation. And now I am at the Vermont Chamber, which I love because I represent the entire tourism industry in the state. Um, I've always loved being a tourist in my own state, and now I get to do it as a part of my um, everyday job. Explain for the group that may not understand the Chamber of Commerce or specifically the Vermont Chamber of Commerce, a little bit different than than our Chamber of Commerce that's more regional. What does What's the purpose of the Vermont Chamber and how does that coincide with tourism? Yeah, absolutely. So we are a statewide organization. Uh, one of the things I think of as the Chamber of Commerce, a very boiled down description is we make it easier to do business. So it depends on which realm of business you're looking at. If you're looking at the tourism industry and what the Vermont Chamber offers, we have an advocacy arm where we're in the state house fighting for issues that are important to the industry. Uh, But then we also have a marketing program that we run alongside the Vermont Department of Tourism and Marketing. We produce the official vacation guide for the state of Vermont, and we have a stay and play directory, which is on vermontvacation.com. Um, So we work with them on our marketing offering. So it's really a full-scale picture from advocacy to a marketing program that we do for businesses in the state. Terrific. Great. So, I mean, here's, I guess, the the most general question, but really, what is the state of tourism and marketing in Vermont right now? So I would say Vermont is a very innovative state. There are a lot of really interesting attractions um, within Vermont, but more importantly, there's a huge impact of the tourism industry in the state of Vermont. So right now we have 32,000 jobs that are in the state that are in the tourism industry, which represents 10% of Vermont's workforce. Uh, the industry generates $391 million in tax revenue, and uh, because of that tax revenue that's generated, 
every Vermont household saves $1,450. So it's a significant economic driver for the state. Um, another important point is that as tourists visit our communities, it enables us to encourage them to live and work here. Um, so it's a really important conversion point, not only to bring tourists here, but it's also an economic driver to get people to want to live here and um, be a part of the Vermont community. And so, I mean, just dig in a little bit more. So when we look at tourism across the board, you know, we have a lot of destination marketing organizations that make up some local efforts. You know, a regional chamber like myself or some other entities may make up a regional effort. You, the Vermont Chamber, have been working in partnership with the, the kind of the, the state-funded um, Department of Tourism and Marketing. Uh, and we had that commissioner on a couple episodes ago. So, I mean, how do you feel about uh, tourism? Are, are more people coming to Vermont? today than they were yesterday and what does that look like? So the Vermont brand is certainly strong. Uh, we do have about a 5% increase in our meals and rooms tax every year so we know that people are coming here. They're spending more money but I do feel that the full economic potential of the tourism industry, industry is limited um, because the budget of the Vermont Department of Tourism and Marketing is continually being eaten away at. You know, they have been level funded for a number of years but what that means is that the actual dollars that are in market for tourism marketing efforts, um, destination development, getting eaten away at. So this year we're actually fighting for a $500,000 increase for the Vermont Department of Tourism and Marketing's promotional budget. Well, let's paint a picture here so that people listening can, can kind of get an idea. Uh, compared to other states in the United States, where does Vermont fall and what does that look like in terms of actual purchasing of marketing vehicles? So the state of Vermont is actually one of the lowest funded uh, tourism marketing budgets in the entire country. We're in the bottom 10, um, which is a, a scary state for a state that relies so heavily on yeah, tourism. tourism. Um, so that is something that we actively are looking at. So after manufacturing, tourism represents the largest contribution of any out-of-state money into the state's economy. Um, and the economic activity in the, in the accommodation sector generates three times more dollar volume in Vermont than compared to the United States average. So those are some really big facts, really big numbers that speak to how important tourism funding is. And right now, when we're looking at our competitive market set, um, particularly in New England, while um, other states are growing, and Vermont is growing at 5% each year in our meals and rooms tax, we're actually one of the slowest growing states according to U.S. Travel Association information that they have available. Um, looking at New Hampshire alone, you know, they've been level funded at about $7.6 million, but in the next couple of years, they're going up to a $10 million budget. So when you compare that to our $3.1 million budget as Vermont, can New Hampshire at $10 million? Mm -hmm. We all think we have the best foliage. We know Vermont has the best foliage, but when we have less dollars to um, have our brand out there, it gets eaten away at our market share. And it takes effort to stay on top, and, and the legislature needs to know that and invest in yeah. tourism. Sounds like we're on top, perhaps to despite ourselves, uh, <laughs> that, um, that there's 250 years of just that Vermont mystique and we're a little bit resting on that laurel as we continue to either deplete the budget. Uh, and, and I think oftentimes, Amy, when we're talking, you know, not only is it, even if it got level funded at 3.2, 
you're also not including inflation and how things cost more as that grows. So not only are you staying the same, you are still, we are still experiencing a decrease as other markets increase their funding, but we're even keeping it level funded, which means it's actually at a decrease based on CPI and things like that. Yeah, it's at a big decrease when you're looking at it from that perspective. Um, and investing in destination marketing is really important because it supports our towns, our local businesses, our workers, and our futures. It's a huge um, economic driver for the state as a whole, but it's a significant rural economic driver, um, economic development driver for the yeah. state. You think of the, you know, the last mile concept when we are trying to electrify the United States, it's a very similar concept when we're talking about tourism funding. Those those iconic Vermont experiences that people seek out. We need the Vermont Department of Tourism and Marketing's, their high funnel, their brand awareness, the heartbeat of the Vermont brand that they put out there. They need to tell that story. So the new restaurant in downtown St. Johnsbury, for example, they're gonna have a big, big drive. They're gonna have tourists that are coming through to experience what Vermont has to offer and have a wonderful culinary experience at the same time at a new restaurant. Yeah. So. What can we do, and maybe more specifically, what can you do as Vice President of Tourism in the Vermont Chamber of Commerce? So we work to activate the industry on a number of levels, whether it's individual meetings that we have, but a big cornerstone of our efforts will be Tourism Day at the State House. Yeah, yeah, talk, talk about that. Yeah, so that's um, taking place on January 15th um, this year. So it's a day for the industry to rally around one another and to show the legislature how important tourism is but really the volume of the tourism industry as well because the tourism industry touches a lot more than people realize. So yeah, we have the, the traditional inns and bed and breakfasts, there are restaurants, there's ski areas and attractions that people go to visit, but it also impacts uh, businesses like architecture and electrical engineers and um, landscapers. There's a lot of different places that tourism touches and Tourism Day at the State House gives us an opportunity to rally the industry in a very visual way and to tell our story um, in front of the Economic Development Committee. Great. Well, um, you know, maybe I'll go right to, to this question, you know, for other uh, people listening and uh, especially with with a focus on other rural states or other rural communities that might feel the same challenge that uh, we're feeling here in Vermont and, and you're feeling. Um, what, what's some starting advice you could provide? I mean, you've only been a little bit on the job, but you've been in this industry and in somewhat of this role over the last decade. Where do we start? Um, you know, I think I, I'm excited about where we're going because we have people like you in place. And I think that, that there's a new energy and a new synergy behind that. Uh, where were we 10 years ago, Amy? And what did you have to do over the last couple of years to even get us ready to have a tourism day? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a, quite a while ago, I attended a cultural entrepreneur institute um, in Cooperstown, New York. And one of the best things that I learned there that I bring with me to this day, is you need to find your passionate brand ambassadors. Your passionate brand ambassadors, they're going to they're going to hold that torch for you and you need to activate them um, because you're passionate about tourism. They're going to be passionate about tourism and their individual business. They're going to tell their story and connect it to something that's real and actual for people. And, and from there, you can meet with your legislature, you can your, your elected officials that you have, um, you can 
um, activate your neighbors, for example. Someone might not understand how important the tourism mm-hmm. industry is when they're, but really their neighbor might be the lift, uh, the lift operator or the ski instructor, but we're all passionate brand ambassadors in the industry and we need to be able to share our story um, and find the voices that want to share that story with people. Great. So, you know, maybe we'll take a little bit of a pivot here, but, you know, let's think also about the small business or just marketing uh, in general. What, what are you seeing uh, across the spectrum in terms of uh, new media vehicles? What's the best way? What's Vermont Chamber working on? Uh, where are you putting a lot of your investment and resources into? What's, what's innovative in the marketplace for 2020? So um, something that I find very innovative or really that people have been working on for a long time is you've got to think of user-first marketing. You need to think of um, telling an authentic story, connecting people to experiences that are relevant to them. Um, We're not just saying, come here because we have great foliage. We're telling a story to someone that maybe lives in New Jersey or somewhere else or maybe in Ohio that wants to travel to Vermont for the foliage season. How is the experience going to be unique for them and and positioning it for those unique, um, for individuals? So thinking user-first marketing and how we can target um, those users to tell a story that's relevant to them. Great. Any, uh, I guess uh, what I would also ask is, um, what do you, th- what, what was a fad over the last couple of years that you thought or you saw people hop on and it just didn't pan out the way that you thought it was gonna. Well, something that I always find interesting are Instagram stories. Uh, so you have, you know, you have your everyday user that's using them. You have brands that are using them. Uh, but people might have gotten a little carried away mm. with the quantity of stories that they're doing when you have to push through fifty different stories um, from one account. It's really uh, pretty interesting. So I'd say in- Instagram stories has been an interesting story. Uh, use that word more and more (laughs) (laughs) great well any other final things you want to talk about amy on the podcast um you know one thing i want to make a plug for again is just the importance of tourism marketing and how it is really important to bolster not only the vermont brand but whatever you're talking about marketing is bolstering your brand and ensure that your most compelling and differentiated stories are being told Um, because that's going to make the conversion at the end of the day. Great. So people want to get in touch with you. People want to find out more about what you're working on. How do they get a hold of you? Um, So I always love giving out my email because maybe I am a millennial that uh, does not answer the phone as much as they should. So um, aspear at uh, vtchamber.com is the best way to get a hold of me. Um, You can also visit us at vtchamber.com slash it's time if you want to learn about our tourism funding campaign that we have going on for this year. Great. Thanks, Amy, for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me.